0: Welcome to Make No Bones. I'm Toby Altman. And I'm Emily Barton-Altman. Make No Bones is a podcast about poets and poetry. Each episode, we ask a poet to read a poem and talk about it. They tell us about how they wrote it and explain how it reflects the broader priorities of their work. This week's episode features
1: Jacob Science. My name is Jacob Science, poet of Chicago.
0: Jacob Science is a Canto Mundo fellow whose work has appeared or is forthcoming in Pinwheel Poetry, Spoon River Poetry Review, and Tammy. He serves as an associate editor for Rhino.
1: He'll read his poem,
0: Forged, which initially appeared in Poetry Magazine. It's about watching his brother come home from work at the steel mills.
1: I guess a lot of my work is sort of rooted in, in family, trying to unpack like the family history a little bit. And I guess in addition to sort of trying to write about you know, the sort of history through this uh through this sort of through this poem that I have it's just sort of a way to to go back into I don't know, just sort of into looking of, of how my family came to be, how we came to be here in Chicago, and specifically in Cicero, this was um the sort of steel mill that was referenced as a steel mill in uh Cicero, Illinois, which is where I'm from. With this poem, my brother had worked at this uh steel factory which a bunch of my cousins and and a couple of my uncles had worked at and it's still it's still around but it's a lot less obviously because of you know the change of the times uh there's a lot less work there there was massive layoffs there a few years ago and this one guy I knew there who was a friend of the family was let go after I don't know 30 years of working there and stuff and It really sucks, but that's a very, you know, of course, common um, story. And my brother, when at the time he was working there, I was a teenager. No, I was younger than a teenager. And so he was like probably 19 or 20, and he was working there to uh, sort of pay his way for uh, through college, going to community college in Cicero, Morton College, which is also a school that I attended. That sort of image of him standing at the stair, looking down on him, you know at the top of the stairs and him coming up but also like in this you know wearing the the typical suit of a steel mill worker and having having to grab a bag for him for his boots and so he could put on so he doesn't dirty anything in the house as he's coming up uh really stuck out to me and it was an image that I've had for years and I try to incorporate it in a poem um and then as I was I was writing a poem I started to realize that there's a lot more to unpack there beyond just this image and And it sort of led me into, as a way to sort of write about the family history a little bit. My family is originally from um, uh, Texas. My mother is, uh, she grew up in Bronzeville, which is near the border. She's one of nine. Yeah, so I have two older brothers. I'm one of four boys. My two older brothers sort of grew up in Texas. And I, me and my younger brother did not really grow up in Texas, or did not grow up in Texas at all. And so... The family sort of moved. My mom moved to Chicago when some of her older sisters moved to Chicago. You know who were who had married young and had children young, and were establishing a family here. Yeah, so I guess one of my older my one of my older aunts uh, or my mom's older sister, my tia Shirley, she moved here, and I think my mom sort of followed in her footsteps, wanting a way out of Texas and sort of getting away from. I guess maybe the men she was meeting there, who up you know, my mother is a is a single mom, and you know that's sort of like a repeated pattern, not just in her life but also throughout um, the sort of our family history. Like my uh, my family, like my mom is a she works at a daycare. Um, she's been working. Uh, she works in the baby room of this daycare, and she has worked there for a couple of decades now but my brothers you know they just work in like you know fact uh one of my brothers just works for like the wrigley company in an office gig and the one of the ones works in retail the other ones like a doorman you know we're not a very i didn't come from a i don't come from a very literate family and i guess a part of my approach to writing is just try to to write a pope you know write poems that that like the normal everyday person can you know, get to and understand, and I guess I try to try to you know think about that when I write poems of how I can make this in a somewhat accessible poem, but also that speaks to you know poets, but also non-poets. In terms of the form of the poem, it's it's in tercets, but it's sort of staggered tercets, so it sort of looks like steps, and that is a very deliberate. Um, choice: the visual architecture of the poem sort of represents the content of the poem. That being um, the foundation of buildings, the foundation of family, and I think I think uh, I, I like the the idea of the sort of staggered tercets, uh, the indented tercets, uh, because it you know it does. I like the way it looked one, and I like the way it, the it sort of spoke uh, and helped the poem the content of the poem by you know by literally putting the steps in there i don't know i feel like i'm not like i'm not a formal writer i'm not very good with writing in forms and that's something that i you know need to address um so i feel like there's constantly tension within my own self like in terms of how how should i go about you know, what form should I use for this particular poem? You know, should I just do a column, you know, typical, like, right-hand or left hand column type poem, or should I space it out? I don't know. It's something that I'm always wondering and trying to work through, um, and I probably will always do that, do so as writers. In general, like, I try to uh, have the poem feel rhythmic, um, whether or not the, the content of the poem relates you know at the best times I try to have like the poem be a type of music and and most poems are a type of music and and so the rhythm of it is very important to me whether or not it's whether or not it's incorporating like the rhythm of work or the rhythm of playing basketball or the rhythm of running around playing tag or something like that I just feel like it's it's sort of an innate thing in me that I that, uh, that I try to pay attention to and try to hone as I draft more poems the with this poem i um i feel it exemplifies uh some of the best uh qualities in my writing and that i i tend to use like a lot of sort of alliteration and consonants throughout i'm a I'm particularly interested in in how a poem sounds when it's read aloud, and and I think that's part of it, whether through like I said alliteration or consonants or rhyme, internal rhymes. I think that's part of because I grew up listening to a lot of like hip hop and rap, and that was sort of like maybe like the first poetry I was exposed to as a kid, and I felt like that you know sort of subconsciously seeped into you know sunk into me, and then it sort of comes out in my work, and I try to sometimes have you know, the poem, as I'm writing, like, just have the sound of it sort of guide me through it. Yeah, so my writing process is very, um, well, I'm a lazy writer. Like, I don't really have a, a, a not disciplined writer. I don't have a routine. And I wish I had, like, more of a structure in terms of, like, I wake up every day at 4 a.m. and do some writing. Like, I know some people do, which is great, but it's, it's more for me of, like, when i'm really feeling it and i don't know i think weekends are good for me like saturday mornings are pretty good here we're on the saturday i did a little bit of writing today so that felt pretty good (laughs) so i started writing poetry in um in high school i was writing you know really bad and shitty love poems like we all do um but um but early on, I mean, I, I began writing as a kid, like, a lot of uh, short stories when I was, like, 10 or 11. I was writing a lot of, like, uh, sci-fi fantasy stories. That's what I was into. I mean, I'm still into those stories, uh, that type of literature today. Then I was really into it and tried to, you know, tried to write like uh, the writers I grew up reading. I grew up listening to a lot of... Um, You know, rap and I came of age during like the gangster rap era so like uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg Dogg Tupac, Biggie and all them but then later on as a teenager I got into like Tropical Quest and Cypress Hill and these other sort of more hip hop acts as opposed to like the gangster rap acts. I was really fascinated. I still love rap and hip hop but um, I can never I'm not like an MC and never I tried a little bit to write write rhymes here and there but never was really good Um, and so I felt like the best way is to uh to use those skills of like just sort of again like alliteration and just these rhymes uh I could use poetry as a medium for it and um but also get at something you know much deeper than the the love poems I was writing at the time Pablo Neruda at the time I was reading I discovered him around that time and I really fell in love with um his work especially his love poems but also his aesthetic and the way he uh, wrote poetry like for the people of the people and and I felt like that really you know still resonates with me as a poet and it's something that I try to think about in my everyday life and then when I get to the page forged My brother wore bags over his boots to keep the grease and grime from his time at the steel mill off the carpet and steps he mounted, heaving each foot like a monster born of the graveyard shift, stiff and awkward, his arms smeared with dark matter, the lather of machine and industry, bathing his clothes and face in a glaze of sweat and smoke, oil and the dirt of what's been done before. The work of uncles and cousins who wore the same jumpsuit, goggles, and gloves to grab hold of cold finished bars using their backs and shoulders to move the weight around with the help of machines. The knobs to control the two-ton bundles held by a buckle above the heads of hard-hatted men that could snap and let loose the mass of all that metal "'meant to weld into a foundation, "'a beginning to build upon "'when it was his time to work, "'to clock in clean and leave feeling filthy "'no matter the shift or stiffness in the bones "'creaking like the wooden stairs he climbed.'
0: This episode of Make No Bones was produced and edited by Toby and Emily Altman in Chicago, Illinois. The music for this episode is by Toby Altman. To find out more about the podcast and to find a link to Jacob's poem, please visit our website, makenobonespodcast.org. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Join us next time for an interview with Laura Goldstein, who will read sections from her long poem, Save Wars.